Welcome to the Indiana High School Basketball Podcast. On our last episode, we shared our way too early top 10 rankings going into the season. Today, we're back in a similar light, sharing our way too early thoughts on the Mr. Basketball race for 2021. Let's get to it. So the goal of today's podcast is to take a deep look into the Mr. Basketball race for 2021 to share our front runners and some dark horse candidates. But before we get too far into it, I want to ask you this question, because I think it will really determine who we see as Mr. Basketball candidates going into next year. If you're a Mr. Basketball voter, how do you weigh the senior season versus the entire career? Do you think it's an award based just on the senior season? maybe factoring in 25%, you know, previous accomplishments, or is it an entire four-year career award? Because how we come down on that. We've we've seen some winners in the past winning just off their senior year or junior senior year, or in some cases, um, although it's it's always something to go back on, a a half-court shot that a guy makes um, allowing them to be Mr. Basketball. Not saying Luzello didn't have a great career, but the shot helped. And he beat out two guys that were arguably better than he was and definitely better college careers. To answer your question, Jake, if I'm a voter, I'm going off the entire high school career, 50% of that being the senior season. So the first three seasons, or at least some guys, sophomore, junior year, are on first. I'm giving that 50-50 uh, between those two years and the senior year. Yeah, I think if the guy comes out and they only get the sectionals, that's going to weigh a lot. They kind of mean they underachieved. Not he as a player, but typically good players get out of the first round, get out of sectionals. Um, good teams go on to regionals or go on past regionals semi-state, and the best teams obviously get to state. So to answer your question, Jake, I think it, to me it's kind of a, if I'm, I'm not a voter, but I'm thinking first two years uh, together are half that, and the last half of that vote is their senior season. Okay. okay. Question to you, Jake, with this. Can you name a Mr. Basketball that just had a good senior season? Because, I, I mean, I can't, I can't think of a Mr. Basketball who just had a good senior season. No, I think it's rare. I think it's rare. I mean, um, Kyle Guy obviously had a great career, but you heard more about him going into his senior year and then beyond during his senior year. I, I, we, we, knew, we knew of him a little bit. He was a good player. He was still kind of undersized. He grew a little bit in his senior year, and he had a good senior year, and then he wins. A team that, so that's kind of kind of answers your question a little bit, Chase. There, I think there are some things you have to take into consideration. First, if a guy's playing at a really talented school, he may not even get an opportunity until it's beautiful. right. And so you have to consider that. And I, I think guys can separate themselves in their senior year. I think that happens all the time. I guess I would well, say I, I would say I think if I'm a voter, I would be looking at the whole career with a special emphasis on the senior season, you know, kind of trying to base base it on the whole career itself, but understanding that the senior season is the now and you're voting on that w- award in that moment. So I think I would, I mean, there's a, a, a special consideration, um, almost a heightened emphasis on that senior year. Obviously, I don't think you should win the, win the award based solely on that, but that deserves, that's going to have special emphasis going forward in a voter's mind, I think. I think a lot of voters, to see maybe some team success in those 
first three years, and I think they would weigh that. I mean, if it, I think of you know Trey Galloway, we don't know how his senior year would have turned out in the tournament, but Galloway wasn't averaging unbelievable numbers. But a, a big part of his case was state champion in his sophomore year, state runner-up as a junior. Numbers weren't going to blow you away as a senior, but I thought that really helped him out in the right. situation. Tony Perkins was an example of a guy, I think, Chase. He ended up the runner-up. No, I think he was I'm, third. I am not sure. Was he based almost entirely on his senior year. He was a guy that took right. a humongous jump that summer. You could say climbed to third based almost solely on his senior year. I think he, I think you can look at a the, lot of second and third place vote guys that won and see, oh, this is based on the senior year or a certain run. Every voter weighs these things a little bit differently. So we can't speak for everyone. Some people are going to focus on the senior year. Some are going to give more weight to the early parts of the career. A lot of people won't even enter, won't even entertain the thought if you're not committed to a high, high major school. Every voter views it a little bit differently. But let's take a break. We'll hear about our favorite car wash, Clearwater Car Wash in Warsaw. Then when we get back, we will dive into the actual contenders for 2021 Mr. Basketball, look at their resumes, and share who we think the front runners are heading into next year. Back after this message. Featuring 10 ultra-soft and safe closed cell foam brushes, spot-free rinse, and super dry in every package, Warsaw's Clearwater Car Wash provides a quiet and gentle wash with premium results. Clearwater also prides itself on its superb customer service and philanthropic efforts in the surrounding community. Personally, I take my car to Clearwater because other car washes just don't compare. I also appreciate their willingness to support the local community, and the employees I know are big basketball fans who sponsor teams as often as possible. There's just a lot to like at Clearwater. For more information, visit cwcarwash.com or stop by today at 1055 Husky Trail in Warsaw to experience the best wash in Kosciuszko County. Clearwater is also opening a new car wash in Muncie this summer. Now back to the podcast. Okay, this is our way too early Mr. Basketball conversation for 2021. I personally never think it's too early to talk about Mr. Basketball. I mean, I think we could project 2032 if we wanted to, but we're going to talk with about 2021 the two big uh horses in the race are trey kaufman and caleb first trey kaufman goes to silver creek hasn't committed anywhere likely will go to iu and then caleb first he's the purdue commit from fort wayne blackhawk they did meet this past year silver creek getting the edge by four points who do we like and who are some other dark horses taylor do you have any other uh other horses in this race? Yeah, I think I can name you a couple horses that would be in this race. One of those, I think, would be Luke Brown from Blackford. Obviously, I mean, the state has been talking about him since he was a freshman. So his name um, is recognized. He's put, been putting up just incredible numbers throughout his career. Um, I think it would take something special in his senior year to really give Kaufman and first a run. In is the Blackford basketball race right now? Yes. Blackford's 2A. They won their sectional last year. I thought they had a chance to get to uh, to get to semi-state where they would have met up with Blackhawk. So if the, so if you're saying it's like they beat Blackhawk and Luke Brown scores like 40 points a game, he's got a shot. I, th- I think if he has a senior year to remember, I think he's got a chance. And I think for him to do that would include beating Blackhawk or getting farther than Blackhawk in the in the tournament. I think that's a big part of it. Like we said in the first segment, too, you know, you've got to have some high level college offers to even be considered in most years. So I think Brown would have to 
pull an offer from Butler or somewhere like that. Yeah. And see, Butler might not be high enough. We'll see how this summer goes and see if his recruiting picks up. If he's a low to mid major D1 player, I just, no matter what he's averaging, I don't know if he's going to get Mr. Basketball consideration. The Hoosier State doesn't give Mr. Basketball to guys going to IUPUI. Yeah, this this isn't Kentucky, so. No. Mm, taking shots. Thankfully. I think uh, a couple of guys, I, I got a guy that I think, it, depending on his senior year, can have a chance. That being said, I think it's the it's first and Kaufman's to lose in this point. If Homestead can make a run, if Goody has a great year, I'm not saying he has to average 30 points because that's not really Homestead's game. It's not really his game. He's a great shooter and could. I think if they get to semi-state, maybe get to state, they've got a shot, uh, especially because they're, they're going to have to run into Carmel, a very, very, very good Carmel. I don't think he's a dark horse, but I think he could be on his noble steed, that noble steed being the postseason, uh, giving him a chance at Mr. Basketball. There are some other guys you could throw out there. I, you know, had, had Jalen Blackman not missed most of his junior year, I think he would be much higher in the conversation. I think Blake Wesley at South Bend Riley has some some things that are intriguing. He's got a, a higher national ranking. He averaged in the mid-20s last year. His team's going to have to have some great success, but I think they have they're very capable of that. Keon Thompson was the leading scorer in the state last year after Brown. I think 32 a game uh, at Maryville. Again, he's another guy that his team's going to have to have better success than they did last year, and he's going to have to maintain that scoring average. But when a guy's averaging 32 as a junior, you at least have him on your radar. Absolutely. Right? I think that's all I would go with. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm often wrong, but Jalen Blackman at one point was like the number one player in the class, right? Like, And I'm talking like, he was high. I think when they were, was this like their junior high year, like seventh yeah, grade. Yeah, I, I thought like in junior high school he was like well, the he, number one player in the country. Yeah, and take that take that for what it is because half his class True. hasn't grown yet. Do you remember the video of him yes. in second grade? Yeah, that was going around, and he was hitting these step back threes and like stuff that m- nobody can do in second grade. I, so I believe that. Did that straight was playing against the older brothers. He had to compete somehow. And he had that perfect the step back jump shot, even as a seven year old. So, it was just beautiful. But uh, the scary thing with Blackman is he actually went to Fort Wayne Blackhawk through middle school. And so can you imagine that Fort Wayne Blackhawk yeah. team? You had Caleb first and Jalen Blackman. So are we all in agreement here that it's first in Kaufman and maybe Brown probably is your third? Assuming, like we said, that he gets some bigger college offers and mm-hmm. that his team has great success. Okay, so what would it take? First question: What would it take in your mind? Assume first and Kaufman have predictable years; their teams make runs. What would it take for Luke Brown to get Mister Basketball over them? Is there any way that you see that happening? Assuming first and Kaufman do what they had have done the last couple of years, I would. I would almost go back to. Luke Zeller winning it. So I would say you'd probably need like early access in the sectional from Silver Creek and from Blackhawk. But if Luke Brown and Blackford could beat Blackhawk, I think that would go a ways too. Yeah. Um, he hits a shot against knocking out Blackhawk would be. But if he hits huge. a shot, knocks out and Blackhawk. Then they would win think, the next week. Yep. Right. I think if, if you get those two early exits, and I think if Luke Brown has a very memorable run, a memorable game in the state championship, I, I think that that really gives him a good chance. I guess in my mind, 
of stealing a lot of votes that way. Luke Brown would not just get a shot. He would score like fifty points for them to beat Blackhawk or something like that. Like and then hit like a game. And then hit the shot. But but the shot would be very memorable. Um I'm still having a hard time because I'm looking I I was just gonna say I'm having a hard time in Luke Brown when I like him. Um I I hope that he does get some consideration. Uh but like I mean, like you guys have said, division one offers right now, it's Boston, Indiana State, Kent State. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. Those are good schools, but it's not like the high, high end Division One. And I, I can't remember the last Mister Basketball that wasn't like a a big time school. I, I really am having a hard time even thinking of that right now. So yeah, I, th- I think unless he were to get like an IU offer, maybe a Butler offer, I don't, I don't see him getting it. So, if, but I guess, I mean, is the award for guy who we think is going to do well in college, or is this like, are we rewarding them for for their high school career? Well, it's a high school reward, but I think a lot of voters, I think they put weight into that for sure. Oh, you, it's it's that's probably yeah. You get an IU boost for sure. Where you they're going, IU, you get an IU boost influence. If if there's no big time IU recruits, there's a Purdue boost. Oh yeah, I'm thinking. Kind of going back or didn't your question, Chase, since I do like to do previous stuff. Alt went to Southwest Missouri State, and then the year Devin before, Damian Frierson, which is not a small, which is not a small school, but it's still not it's not your major D ones. He went to Mamba, Ohio the year before. Ninety four, ninety five, ninety six. So three years in a row, we had guys that ninety three. That's going back to nineties. Since then, it's always been a high. You're talking IU, Purdue, North Carolina, Notre Dame type schools where they're going to. So should it have a percentage of the vote? No, but it pretty much does. I just think with First and Kaufman already having state championships and the numbers and the national ranking, I think Brown would have to have. Oh, it would. He'd have to have an amazing year. It would have to be. He'd have to prove himself as a player on their level, a prospect on their level. I think, um, or else I think you'd have a lot of people saying, "Man, Blake Wesley, put him at Blackford, he gets forty-five a game," or Luke Goody, put him at Blackford, and he, I think you'd have a lot of that. And that's not to say that Brown's not a fantastic player, and but I think you'd hear a lot of that. I think a lot of voters would just kind of write him off because he plays at Blackford High School, which we can debate whether that's right or not. I'm just afraid that would happen. So if we have votes, and we are on the selection committee. Of Mr. Basketball, who is your voting for right now? Well, look, can I ask you one more question? Sure. You Chase mentioned that IU recruits get a, a boost. <laughs> I don't care to debate the merits of that statement right now. We'll assume it's true. Uh, although I can point to some examples where it wasn't exactly true, but I do, I do agree that there's probably some sort of boost. People like the local college commits. But here's my question. Trey Kaufman has significant interest from Virginia. Say Trey Kaufman picks Virginia, Caleb first picks Purdue. Do you think, and we're assuming that they have the years they had last year, maybe even a little bit better. Their teams get to the state championship, probably win it. Do you think the Purdue commitment of first puts him over the top and first being a little higher in the national rankings? I don't know how much the average voter considers yes. exactly where he falls at the prospect rankings, but I do. Think that makes a difference. I think first would get it. I, I, I would which, agree. I mean, it's the, it's the Indiana boost. Uh, so I think there's a hierarchy there. You got IU, but then if someone goes to Purdue, that's and and the other contenders going out of state. I think I think you got to go with the in-state guy. Taylor, do you agree? You're about to say something. Yeah, I mean that's not. 
I do agree. Yes. Um, I think if, if Trey Kaufman does not stay in state, I think Caleb first wins it. I mean, as much as I love Virginia, and you can look at, I mean, you probably might say, well, Kyle Guy went to Virginia. Who was the run? Who I guess who was the runner up? Wasn't it Joey Bronk? Joey Bronk. Uh, that year, Joey right? Bronk, going yeah. to Butler. You've also got, I mean, other guys that could have contended were I mean, C.J. Walker, who was, went to Florida State. Yeah. Damian Jefferson back, yeah, went right. all the way well, to like New Mexico. Was um, Bronk or Walker runner up? I think Walker I, was third. Uh, well. I'm pretty sure Brunk was runner up, but it was very, it was like very, very close between those two. I mean, who got second? I mean, point taken. I mean, my my point is saying, you know, Kyle Guy went goes to Virginia, but there's not really that second person, right, uh, contending for that. Yeah, um, well, American. The other two were like just maybe just inside or just outside the top 100. Right, right. There, I mean, there's and guys going- in every class we can we can look at. I mean, you know, there guys going to Michigan State, going to Michigan. And, you know, there's things like that that's like, oh, well, they're, they're going out of state, but they're going to a high out of state. And, yes, that class was also pretty good. I mean, Trey Lyles, Kentucky, you know, he had a great – pretty some pretty good class behind him. And, and other, other guys like that, Zach Irvin, again, there, there's guys like that you can make the debate for for end up going out of state. But I'd say most of the time that's like another possible winning of a vote. The Zach Irvin one is interesting because he was good, but he was committed to Michigan. Demetrius Jackson was a higher-rated prospect and going to Notre Dame. Stayed home, yeah. Uh, so I think a lot of people, even harder than the Indi- the IU bias, I think people always talk about the Indianapolis bias when it comes to voting for Mr. Basketball. Neither of those guys, First or Kaufman, are anywhere near Indianapolis. Right. And really, aren't from, from what we can see right now, obviously there are great players in Indy, but – it doesn't appear that there are any like real Mr. Basketball contenders in Indy. So you kind of have to throw out the Indy bias this year or any. Yeah. Yeah. Unless a guy like Tony Perkins makes another, like, has a great year and jumps like or, with the summer, which the summer's kind of been yeah. jacked up anyway. There are guys like Pierce Thomas at Brownsburg or DJ Hughes at Lawrence North. It wouldn't surprise me if they came on really strong and their teams made a deep run. That's possible. So you're saying, but you're saying they think the Purdue, the Purdue commitment of first would make the difference. And how many of you would say that if Kaufman picked Indiana, I think it's Kaufman if he picks IU, then it swings towards Kaufman. I agree. I think it. I think to me, it kind of rides on Kaufman in his college choice. If he chooses IU, I think he wins it. I think if he chooses Kentucky, I think Caleb first is gonna is gonna take it. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, if they have the exact same year they just had, like in in the past years, they both win state again. Pretty much, you know, identical what they've had in the past. Rankings don't change, but Trick Kaufman goes to two IU. I want to say he win it, but I think with first doing what he did at the smaller school against bigger schools, I don't know. It's uh, that's that's why we're not voters. But I guess I would also give it with Kauf- Kaufman if he goes to IU. Kaufman winning Indiana Gatorade Player of the Year was was kind of surprising to me. I think you could make yeah. a case that. You know, first didn't first team lose to his to Kaufman's team last year by four? It was an overtime, I believe. Kaufman pretty pretty clearly has a, a more talented supporting cast. I think he's got a couple Division One players on his team, where I think first has a couple probably good lower level players. So I don't I don't know. I think they're I think this has the potential to be one of the closest Mister Basketball races in recent memory. Like we've pretty much. This past year was pretty close with Leal and Galloway and Perkins. But other than that, we've pretty much known who Mr. Basketball was for the past decade. Wouldn't you agree? Maybe that 20, 
2012-2013 period was a little unclear, but since then we've known. And this year I think it's really open to those two and maybe a, a Luke Brown or somebody else climbing into the picture. Let's vote and then let's give our crystal ball prediction. Who do you think wins it? This is with the assumption that they have the same senior year they have in the past. Yeah. And they both win the state title. Sure. My vote's Kaufman. I, I actually think Regardless uh, of what's first is hurt by going to a Christian school. I don't. We've never had a Christian school, Mr. Basketball. So I think Kaufman will get it uh, public school and if he commits to IU. So I think Trey Kaufman wins. My would vote would be Caleb first. Yes. I think he's really good. I, Kaufman's good too, but I I would pick first over Kaufman. Well, I live in Fort Wayne. That's, that's a good one. Not interesting question, Chase. When Kaufman was was given Gatorade Player of the Year in Indiana, that made me think that maybe people are really looking at him as being better than first. But but I think first is a better player right now. I do think as an IU fan, if I could have had either one, I would take Kaufman. I would rather have Kaufman. Uh, all that said, I think Mr. Basketball goes to Caleb first. Well, my vote, if I had a vote, would go for Trey Kaufman. But I think Caleb first is going to win. You will hear this conversation had a lot between now and next uh, April or so, whenever they announce it. This conversation will be had a lot. It's a shame that Christian Lander won't be in the conversation because I think he had a – a lot to say as a Mr. Basketball candidate, but we'll see, won't we? We will see. We will see. Unless the entire season gets canceled. And it would be great if they both end up in state. Of course, I don't think we would object to that. Taylor, you and I, Seth, all of us really wouldn't mind seeing Kaufman at Virginia either. I wouldn't mind seeing him at Kentucky either. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, that. you can shut up. That's a perfect way to wrap this up. Anything but Kentucky. Thanks for listening to the Indiana High School Basketball Podcast. Believe it or not, this was our ninth episode already. Now we'd like some feedback from you. Over the next couple weeks, we'll be posting surveys and polls on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Tell us what you like, what you don't, and topics you would like us to cover. Be honest, I think we can handle it. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter at Indiana B-Ball Pod. We'll be back Friday, August 14th with a new show, Until then, enjoy living in the great state of Indiana.